Welcome to another episode of Today's Tick. My name is Trent Scheidecker. I'm a chiropractor and I'm also an advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Each week we like to study in an inspiring principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thanks for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. The first condition of establishing a new principle is a complete break with this old. One can't give medicines and an adjustment, rely on drugs to cure, and preach that innate cures. In contemplating the satisfaction in science, one must be guided by a realistic approach of the present and the probable future course. If we look back two or three generations, we see a world of limited horizons, one in which the most exciting challenges lie in refinements. How mistaken that conception is has been dramatically demonstrated by the phenomenal progress of new concepts of the past half century. In philosophies, sciences, and arts, it's important to delineate and understand these limits. The process is attended with risk with new principles, and if we are up against a hurdle, it's important that, that what looks like a paramount obstruction is a temporary roadblock which can be removed. A recognition of limits of physical properties and processes can serve as a guide to efforts in the immaterial fields in which there are no limitations because it is as yet practically an unexplored field. The future course of developments will be determined by progress into these seen and unseen limits and by the discovery of new principles not now recognized, such as we have in our chiropractic philosophy, science, and art. That was written by B.J. Palmer a long time ago, and I thought that was applicable because in today's tick, we are going to grow in our understanding of vitalism within our profession, within chiropractic, and how vitalism emerged into our profession when B.J. Palmer broke the old ways of thinking apart and included principles into our philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic that are within the vitalistic concept and realm. We live our life through our senses, but we know for a fact that there is more than the eye sees. With the invention of optical instruments such as the telescope and microscope, we are able to see more than we ever knew existed in previous centuries. For instance, the amount of living bacteria or probiotics that live on or in us was never comprehended until we started seeing more with our optical instruments. The current estimates of the amount of living microorganisms within the human body outnumber 
living cells 10 to 1. I'll say that again. The amount of living microorganisms within the human body outnumber our living cells 10 to 1. That is just phenomenal. Without a doubt, there is more to our living, breathing, digesting body than our eyes can see. And with this principle in mind, we can conclude that we do not need to see something within a microscope to know that more life can exist. Who knows, maybe someday the microscope will be able to replace another instrument that outpowers the capability of what can be seen by current technology. And if there is more to the human body than what the eyes can see, then we can conclude that there is more than physical forces operating within the human body. What more could there be, you may be asking? There could be non-physical forces within the human body as one instance in the direction I'm taking this conversation. You see, these non-physical forces influence the living, breathing, digesting body to function in a state of wholeness or complete function. There is an immaterial aspect or an inherent recuperative power within the body that influences our quality of life within the body and recognizing this non-physical element is a vitalistic viewpoint on well-being or health. One of the encyclopedias of philosophy defines vitalism as the belief that living organisms are fundamentally different from non-living entities because they contain some non-physical element or are governed by different principles than inanimate things do. So vitalism has a history within healthcare and many viewpoints in the healthcare world or professions view a lack of well-being results from a lack of balance within these non-physical forces. This inherent recuperative power or non-physical forces within the physiology of the body can be described in chiropractic terms as the expression of intelligence through matter. The quality of life within the physiology of the human body is influenced by the amount of intelligence expressed through matter. In our profession, we say uh, organization bespeaks intelligence, and so the more organized the physiology, the more intelligence is being expressed. Joseph C. Keating Jr., a clinical psychologist who focused his life teaching and researching within the chiropractic profession discusses vitalism's past and present roles within chiropractic in the following statement. Vitalism is that rejected tradition in biology which proposes that life is sustained and explained by an unmeasurable intelligent force or energy. The supposed effects of vitalism are the manifestations of life itself, which in turn are the basis for inferring the concept in the first place. This circular reasoning offers pseudo-explanation and may deceive us into believing we have explained some aspect of biology 
when in fact we have only labeled our ignorance. In contrary quotes by A.E. Homewood, a chiropractor and former president of Canadian Memorial Chiropractic College and Los Angeles College of Chiropractic, he describes the non-physical forces within the human body in contrast to how Joseph Keating Jr.'s publication states it. In the neurodynamics of vertebral subluxation, this is what Holman describes, there is something within the body which controls the healing process, growth and repair, etc., it is by no knowledge of the conscious mind that these functions, functions take place. No matter the number of degrees held by the physician, he is unable to do more than approximate the ends of a fractured bone and must depend upon the innate intelligence of the patient's body to affect the actual repair process. No disease has ever been cured by any practitioner of healing. He does many things to assist the healing process of the body, but in the final analysis, it is that intelligence within that makes the final repair and correction. Both quotes by both opposing viewpoints are very interesting. Um, I believe that the body is full of intelligence. Um, my professional education um, has pointed to this innate intelligence, and I uh, professionally also believe that the educated intelligence uh, is uh, just as applicable in helping people and vital in the healing process. And the, the, but the educated intelligence is that which we gain through life, and the innate intelligence is that which we are born with. The common chiropractic illustration of innate intelligence is for nine months, the infant inside the mother requires very little help to grow into this living, breathing body from any one or any, anything else other than the mother's supply of nutrients and warmth. The day the baby's born, though, for some reason, we in the healthcare profession believe that the baby needs more help from the educated intelligence from man and needs less from that which is inherent um, within the baby. And the same wisdom that turn these two cells into one and then into trillion in the in the baby is almost ignored or overlooked. So yes, the innate intelligence within every living, breathing body is full of wisdom that keeps the body alive and functioning as one harmonious organism is my professional opinion in vitalism. And not that the educated intelligence can't supply support and need in times of a lack of adaptation within our body, Educated intelligence is a wonderful tool that we all must use and take advantage of. The point of this episode in conversation on vitalism is we have to become aware that there is an inner wisdom within the human body that is constantly striving for adaptable conditions. Within the amazing body is this ability to self-heal, which is directed and coordinated by this immaterial or non-physical aspect to quality of life within the physiology. 
you see the inherent recuperative power is within every cell in the body and cells are literally the smallest functioning unit within the body and we all originated from one cell uniting with another multiplying over time into trillions and the human body utilizes a non-physical force or inherent recuperative power uh, described in chiropractic terminology as innate intelligence to coordinate the actions for function and self-healing. We always say, or I always say in my practice, when you cut your finger and you begin to bleed, the broken down, down cells trigger platelets within the bloodstream to form clots where the injured cells are located. And after the clots formed, the body's innate intelligence attacks the dead cells and any invading bacteria through white blood cells. This little cut on the finger may seem like a small job for the self-healing ability of the human body, but there's no such thing as a small job for what needs to take place in order for normal function to occur. The trillions of cells within us are active, energetic, and alive with intelligence intelligence and function and when cells break down new cells are always created and replacing the old dying ones every second our trillions of cells are self-healing mode to get rid of the weak dying ones and replenish with new healthy ones this process of getting rid of the weak cells to make us new at the cellular level is complex and extraordinary at the very least Every one of us has this extraordinary self-healing characteristic within us, even though we cannot see it. Well-being can be considered a fundamental principle rather than a fundamental pursuit. Living organisms such as the human body are fundamentally different from non-living entities because they contain some form of non-physical principles that are not in the inanimate, inanimate living things. You see, the potential for optimal well-being is within all of us due to this vitalistic aspect of life in general. Chiropractors believe removing interference to the expression of this vitalistic aspect of life is one option or one way to enhance the potential for self-healing. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you enjoyed with it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. If this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location analysis and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and be a champion, be a hero, and send them this episode. You never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. BJ Palmer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. 
directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. And in addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.